Welcome back. Welcome back to the Red Pill Rebel. You know, I told you guys that I was going to try to be more consistent, you know. I'm going to try to do like an episode a week or maybe every nine, ten days or something like that. So, um, but yeah, we're back with another episode. You know, appreciate everybody that's been getting the view, the, the listens up, getting the plays, the streams up, you know. The numbers are really starting to to go up. You know what I'm saying? So definitely appreciate that. Um, on to this. So today on this episode, what pretty much I'm, we're going to be diving into real quick are two infamous secret classified. Well, now declassified, but secret top-notch operations that were conducted by U.S. different various U.S. intelligence agency agencies, you know, back in the mid-1900s. So where it really starts at is after World War II. So after World War II, you know, boom, you know, you know about World War II where it was Germany and, and the Axis versus United States, Great Britain allies, boom. And United States and the allies won. They defeated Dolph, not the young one, the A one. They defeated Dolph and and the, and his party of Nazis, um, in Germany, and basically the world looked at it like, okay, now Germany is gonna, the Nazis are gonna get their retribution. They're gonna get, well, I'm not sure if that's, yeah, they're gonna get their their karma. They're gonna get what they're owed. You get what I'm saying? So, um. That was not the case. That was not the case. You know, one would suspect and think that after all the atrocities that that the Nazis put the quote-unquote Jewish people through with the Holocaust, I mean, and even with the Holocaust, there are some things that are questionable. You get what I'm saying? So, but that's not the point. The point is, all the shit that they supposedly did to the to the quote unquote Jewish people in the Holocaust, you know, gas, starvation, you know, just public execution, the persecution, all that shit, right? You would think that these motherfuckers would be did got done the same way. Motherfucker, like you gonna rot in prison, you gonna goddamn starve, etc. Right? That's what I feel like a lot of people Back then in history, that's what they thought was going to happen, right? But that was not the case at all. So, yeah, some Nazi leaders, they did, you know, go to prison or they did get tried at the Nuremberg Nuremberg trials or the war crime trials after the war. But secretly, a lot of top German Nazi scientists, engineers, technicians, you know, financial people, financial gurus or whatever in the Nazi party, right? They were being funneled into the United States. And when I say funneled, I'm not talking like they were just being like funneled. But I mean, like they were they were being brought from Nazi Germany after World War Two over to the United States and it wasn't just the United States, it was Great Britain, France, any of the ally, any of the allies during the war. 
the Nazis from Germany were being brought to those countries. I'm going to focus on the United States. They were brought to those countries to basically work in different various U.S. intelligence programs, right? And some of them were brought, you know, willing. Some of them willingly went over there, you know, to escape the the persecution of of the. I don't even like. I don't even want to use that word persecution, but they basically went willingly went over there to like kind of blend in and and hide from the ally and and like United States and all those other countries that were basically going over there for the trials, right? So some of them basically blended in and then some of them, you know, were kind of forcefully forcefully made to, to, to work for the United States or whoever, their intelligence programs, um, usually through blackmail or basically their family. Like, they probably went over there and was like, hey, we're going to kill your family if you don't do this. We're going to kill you and your family. And whoever else, if you don't do this. So, yeah. So, a lot of U.S., uh, I mean, a lot of German Nazis, over 1,600. That's 1,600. Over 1,600 of them and their families were brought over here to work in different United States sectors of the economy, Transportation industry, finance, um, education, but more more notably, the government and science and NASA and all like the, just that type of industry, right? And the main reason, you know, that they did it covertly, and this was this was from between nineteen forty five and nineteen fifty nine. So what's that? About 14, 15 years? You get what I'm saying? So they did this covertly, maybe even longer than 1959. And one of the reasons that they that they did it covertly was because, you know, like I said in the beginning, after the war, everybody was against the Nazis. The world was against the Nazis. You get what I'm saying? So they couldn't openly have Nazis bombarding through immigration services. You get what I'm saying? Like, they had to make them blend in so nobody would know, so nobody would be outraged. Because at the time, the American public, nine times out of ten, would probably have been outraged. You know, America didn't have that much of a control over the thoughts of, of Americans that much. They they still did, but they didn't have that, that much control over the, of Americans' thoughts. So, they didn't, they, they didn't want Americans to see that. You get what I'm saying? So, like I said, a lot of a lot of them, a lot of the the Nazis that were brought over here, they basically, a lot of them went into, like I said, science. They like they were because they were scientists, they were engineers, they were war war generals. So a lot of them went into government, military, NASA, science, space type shit. You get what I'm saying? One of them was Werner von Braun, and he was the former director of NASA's Space Flight Center. And, um, you know, a lot of a lot of 
a lot of Americans still do not know about Operation Paperclip. That that was the whole name of this whole operation was Operation Paperclip. And I feel like this is my theory. I, I feel like they probably named it Operation Paperclip because, you know, a lot of them basically came over here and was doing desk jobs. And when you think of a desk job, you think of paperwork. And when you think of paperwork, you think of a paperclip to hold the papers together. You get what I'm saying? So, um, but a lot of Americans still do not know about this secret covert operation. And it's not even a secret anymore. It's declassified. It's declassified. So it's basically meaning that this information is out there. And yeah, a lot of people still don't understand that or still don't even know about that. Right. And that just leads to today, you know, how you think about just think about all the all the Nazis or whatever that were brought over here to work in high places of power in government, technology, science, healthcare, etc. Think about their children. Think about their grandchildren. You get what I'm saying? Like, think about that. Think about nepotism, where you basically keep keep the shit rolling in your family type shit. You get what I'm saying? So think about that. Going in for today's society. For today's world, for today's American American society. And it kind of makes you question and wonder about a lot of things. Like, how can Americans claim to hate Nazis and be against Nazis whenever you see um, so-called American neo-Nazis in the streets? I remember about a few years ago, they were in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, for something that had happened at their, uh, at their University of Virginia campus. And that was like 20, I want to say 2016, 17, maybe. Uh, yep. So how can America claim to hate Nazis and Nazism and, and American Nazism when Adidas was founded by a Nazi? Adidas. Yeah. A lot of people still don't know that. You know, I'm not going to sit here in front and say I knew that because I didn't. I just recently found that out maybe about... A month or two ago, like around the time that the shit was going on with uh with Ye, with Kanye West, you know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Adidas had had Jesse Owens wearing the Adidas shoe when they went to the Olympics in Germany during during the war, I believe, or right before the war, I believe. Uh, yeah. So Americans hate Nazis, but everybody trying to. I'm not gonna say everybody, but the BMW is is a, is a popular car that was made in Germany, but it's it's a uh, it's a lot of them here in America. A lot of people drive BMWs, like the nicer models of BMWs. But the people that founded Bavarian Motor Company, they had close ties with Dolph, not the young one, the A one. They had close ties with him. You get what I'm saying? So it just brings up up that that whole that whole hypocrisy, I want to say. I don't even want to call it hypocrisy cuz it's like a lot of people don't know this information. And I feel like this is basic knowledge. This is basic first, I'm not going to say first, second level, whatever level. But this is like the surface tier of diving into the con 
quote unquote conspiracies of the world. That's the best way I can put it. I mean, but like I said, you know, I I didn't know Adidas was founded by a Nazi. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude's name was Adi Das or some shit like that. So yeah, it's 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 real trippy, man. It's real trippy how you know they brought the motherfuckers over here to work for them under Operation Paperclip. And they made it seem like the main reason, you know, that they was bringing them over here was because they wanted the, 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 uh, the German influence and their knowledge and their, and their scientific expertise, I guess, for advantaging the Cold War and the space race and whatever else they had going on with the Soviet Union back then and the Cold War, that's a whole nother story in itself. But yeah, they, they they pretty much wanted that advantage, right? But I feel like they basically used it for a deeper, more sinister objective and a more sinister meaning. And the reason behind them using it for a more sinister objective is what a sinister objective was to basically social to basically socially engineer society in a destructive way and when i say that that brings me to my next point or the next operation that they had going on back then and it's called operation mk ultra now a lot of people know about mk ultra right now a lot of people have been knowing about mk ultra in mainstream thought i guess um, and it's more so really brought up with people, um, with celebrities and politicians. You know, a lot of them have been, you know, witnessed to be, a lot of them have been acting weird or strange or quote unquote glitching in a sense. And people have witnessed this on in person and in, in camera on camera and video and whatnot. Um they some a lot of celebrities have even done it on live air. Like they'll be on the radio and their words will be sounding gibberish and whatnot, and then they'll they'll be like, Oh, well, I didn't even know what I was talking about. Or what 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 were we talking about? You get what I'm saying? Shit like that. Or they'll They'll be on on TV on live air, and then they'll suddenly just black out. Where it's like they staring into space, they completely zoned out. They not even moving to anything. You get what I'm saying? And so, but the 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 covert operation MK Ultra that was originally originally started in 1953 by the criminals in action, right? You know, this is their secret illegal illegal operation where it was basically human experimentation. And it was physical, mental, emotional, psychological. It was mainly mentally and psychologically that they were experimenting and torturing people. They were torturing people um, through brainwashing tactics, through... Um, literally torture them 
a lot of people were given experimental drugs to see what the drugs would do to their to their brain to make their to make their brain more susceptible to brainwashing and and extreme manipulation to the point where the goal was for them to for the subject not even to be aware or be reactive to their own body senses like they had sensory deprivation tanks where they basically put people in t- in tanks with water i believe um and they basically deprived them of all the sense all their senses so they couldn't they couldn't hear they couldn't see they couldn't none of that you get what i'm saying and they basically was was trying to use it were claiming to use it at first to basically uh be able to effective more effectively get information out of out of suspects or get information out of international suspects i i guess and you know it just took a whole more sinister route where you know my theory is that they basically used m k ultra to use hypnosis and brainwashing through psychological torture and and experimental drugs and all that, they basically use it to create mindless robots, zombies. You get what I'm saying? Like, they basically use it to create rogue sleeper agents. I mean, when you think about the Manchurian Candidate, right? I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I believe it's a book, maybe. I'm not 100% sure. But I know for sure it's a movie, and it's, uh, it's with... Leave Schreiber and Denzel Washington, I believe. And that movie, that whole movie was about them using the guy, Leave, Leave Schreiber. I, I want to I say that's his last name, Schreiber. But they were basically using him, and he was a war veteran. They were basically using him, propping him up to commit, to commit an act of violence, like an assassination attempt, I believe. And they were using it through hypnosis and brainwashing. Pretty much that that was the that was the the underlying meaning of the movie. They were basically telling you about MK Ultra without even you knowing about it. For instance, in the movie they had uh there was one scene where they had where they had a doctor. He was like a a doctor. I don't want. I don't. Want, I don't want to say he was a German scientist, but he was a doc, He was like a foreign doctor, and they had him in a couple scenes. He was in like a white, the white suit and the white hat and shit, and he basically was experimenting on the minds of the soldiers in that unit that had got lost in that unit, and it was uh, Denzel Washington was also a part of that unit unit too. So. Um, it's a few other examples of MK Ultra that they have shown you long before they came out and declassified it. Uh, like I said it was from nineteen. It started in nineteen fifty three, and it, they said it ended in nineteen seventy three, but who knows? They like I said, they still use it. They probably still use it today on celebrities and. Even random people probably to make it seem like the people are crazy. 
So they use them to basically commit random acts. I feel like this is this is a tried and true tactic of the criminals in action. This is this is what they've been doing with the different random ass mass school shootings or just any any big event in general. Nine times out of ten, it was it was a ploy. It was a goddamn sleeper agent. But um, and another thing I noticed too, real quick. So, you notice how Operation Paperclip was from 1945 to 1959. MK Ultra officially, quote unquote, started in 1953. Now, I want to say around from like maybe the 1950s to the 1970s, 80s, right? There's a huge amount of people going missing. There's a huge then there's a huge amount of different serial killers. The Zodiac killer, um the 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 Charles Manson family or the Charles Manson his clan, um Ted Bundy. I wonder when Ted Bundy let me see when Ted Bundy was uh was murdering people. Uh Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's see here. Ted Bundy. Numerous women and girls during the 1970s and possibly early, earlier. Ted Bundy. Uh, who else did I say? Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's see what year Jeffrey Dahmer was doing his, his killings. Between 1978 and 1991. Uh, who was the first guy I said? Zodiac Killer. Who was that? Let's see who the Zodiac Killer was. I, I didn't know this. Unidentified. Nobody, they never know. He's never caught. So he's still out here somewhere. He probably dead or whatever. I don't know. But 19, it says late 1960s. So it's very ironic that they have all these crazy people running around Killing, murdering people. You know, people have been doing that for centuries, obviously. But now it's just a more influx of it. You get what I'm saying? So, my theory, this is just my theory. Because, like I said, like I said too in the movie, the MK, I'm not MK, the Manchurian Candidate. They had the doctor and he was basically acting like the, you know, the evil scientist doctor, right? That that movie, like, or that trope, or that, uh, oh, damn. That, um, that whole, you know, stereotype, I guess, the evil scientist doctor, that's, this is where it originated from. Evil Nazi German doctors, scientists, that were experimenting on people and their minds and their brain and their bodies, pretty much. And, but my theory is that, you know, okay, so boom, Operation Paperclip, they brought all these Nazi Germans, scientists, engineers, technicians, whatever. They brought them all in here, smuggled them in here to work for Big Brother, to work for Uncle Sam. They brought them in here, right? 
boom, that's they brought him in here. They would immediately went to work. I feel like it takes a lot of the years. It takes a lot of years to to you know figure out the American people to figure out you know society American society and figure out how you want to construct it. Figure out how you know you, you want to do that, right? So they spend a few years doing that or whatever. They start either voluntarily bringing people in or kidnapping people for the MK Ultra, right? And then boom, that's how you get your your serial killers to keep people in fear. That's how you get your sleeper agents. That's how you get your false flags. That's how you get et cetera, et cetera. So that's that's wild. Like just this is this is my my theory. You know, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of other people who have this similar theory or who have who can connect these similar dots. But you know, I just want to say, you know, it, it it seems like it makes sense to me. You know, they brought him in here, Operation Paperclip, but in between 1945 and 1959, they started MK Ultra in 19 in the 19 early 1950s, and they ended it. Allegedly, in the early 1970s, and in the 1960s, in the late or 1970s in general, that's when you have most of your 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 people that become serial killers, and that's when they have the whole hippie revolution where people were taking acid and experimenting with drugs, different psychological and and psychiatric type drugs, you get what I'm saying? So a lot of this is going on around the same time. Now, obviously Operation Paperclip ended in 1959, but MKUltra, you know, was going on around the same time as this whole hippie revolution, you know, it was a lot it was a lot going on around this time. So it's just something to think about, you know, the next time you see these government politicians and people that represent the government or the arm of the establishment, it it definitely wants to make you question and, and ask, you know, where where does all this come from, right? Um, I just want the people to see that connection, you know, not just because of the whole, you know, thing that's going on with the Jews and whatnot, um, but just in general, because this is information that, you know, I've already knew about Operation Paperclip and MK Ultra, and, you know, certain companies having close ties with Nazis from Germany, right? But it's all, it's just all about connecting the dots, connecting the, the information. I feel like these are two operations that, in a way, kind of go hand in hand, so... Um. Yeah, I, I just wanted to share that real quick. I I hope what you take from that is just like I said. You know, you can have you can have knowledge of two separate different things, but they might go hand in hand. So it's all about just connecting the dots. So with that, I just want to say I will see you guys next episode, and I appreciate everybody that's listening. Peace.